Perth 6PR, Afternoons with Joe McManus. And thanks very much for being with me on 6PR. With me in the studio is Boyd Brown, Telstra's WA Regional Manager. Hello, Boyd. Hello, Joe. Now, if you've got a question for Boyd, we don't have the full half hour, so give me a call uh, now, one double three eight eighty two, or you won't get your questions in. Uh, Boyd, I want to talk to you about what's happening with 5G, but before I do, we had some stuff from last time that we wanted to follow up on. Um, so Nicholas said, um, can I get a response regarding a large dead spot in Jane Brook? I recently purchased a house and despite there being 5G advertised, there is no cellular coverage available. It's only a stone's throw from Midland and Stratton next door also has it. Thanks, says Nicholas. Yep, that's a, thanks, Joe. That's a good question from Nicholas and Jane Brook did come up last time. Look, it, yep. it has, historically, it has been a tricky area for us in the fact that uh, there are a couple of spots where we don't have a good indoor mobile coverage. I did have a bit of a look and we have put, we have got a 5G, uh, a new 5G cell in Jane Brook. And just off the top of my head, I can't remember the actual address, but it's obviously yep. not cl quite close to Nicholas. On a broader, because you said we'd talk about 5G yes. and I'm not trying to get off topic, but in a broader sense, there's a lot of work happening with 5G at the moment. And we've started to deploy in and around Perth, small cells. So these are the smaller version um, uh, kind of kind of look like a CCTV type of yep. size that we're adding to things like light poles and and um, installations oh. like that. So there's some now at Elizabeth Key in in a in the suburbs. There's Cottesloe, East Vic Park, Freo. There's the one at Jane Brook, which is obviously mm. not um, where we'd like it to be. We've got more in Midland Morley. In total, at the moment, we're up to about a hundred. Now we're going to see as we progress over the next um, 12 months, two years and so on, we're going to see a lot more of these small cells get added, which will improve the situation quite a lot. And and what do they do? Do they mean that, do you have to be near that cell for your phone to work? Yes. So, yes. so, the, so How two, close? Yeah, good question. So, so two things. So if we've got a normal, what we deem like a normal mobile tower, you know, that people yep. are used to seeing, the big ones. maybe yep. 20 to 50 metres tall, we are adding 5G to those towers and particularly we're doing that at the moment through regional WA. Now 5G for the for the listeners um, and I hope I don't bore the pants off them but um, it comes in three different frequencies and there's a high, a mid and a low band. Yep. Now the one that's being used at the moment is the low band. So uh, we are turning off our 3G network mm -hmm. in mid 2024. The reason being it's served us well 15 years or so but it's come to end of life and we're reusing that low band 3G for 5G. Right. So that'll mean that when you're out in regional areas, you still get good long range from the 5G. Now, to complement that with these things called the small cells that we were talking about mm. the one in Jamebrook, they're a small version only designed to, to travel a few hundred metres. So that's where we need a lot more of these small cell installations and they'll work on mid-band and high band frequency. So the higher the frequency, it doesn't go as far, but it can take a lot more data and a lot more traffic um, over the network. Yeah, right. Now, um, and I do want to get to these other questions, but given that we're talking about 5G now, I read that you had done some experimenting with 5G getting a 100 kilometre um, 
linkage, you know, yes. so that you could be 100 kilometres away, but, which is amazing, but there couldn't be anything in between the tower or the, the, the 5G tower and the, you know, and where you were. So if there were trees and things there, it, it's not going to work. So how will that work for regional WA? So this was a test in South Australia and you're right, the call, there was a call done over the 5G network that travelled uh, just under 100 kilometres which is fantastic, but that was in a test scenario. So like you said, the tower had to be at the right height and where the person was 100 k's away, mm. there weren't too many obstructions in between. So, so that's, a, that's showing what can be done um, and that's a bit of an extreme uh, sort sure. of situation, but that's the beauty of 5G because we're going to have the ability to take a lot more traffic, a lot more callers, a lot more data because that's the thing that's happening at the moment. We got every year, we've got you know 40% more data um, being being used over the mobile network, and in order to deal with all of that, <clears throat> all of that capacity, each day there's six million gigabyte, six million gigabytes of mobile data. Which oh, that's if you amazing. Think that a movie is about a gig. Six million movies, effectively daily, travel over just the mobile network. It's extraordinary. Then, then you look at fixed, and that's eight times more than that. You just yeah. go, wow, it's crazy. You know, we're, so we're using all this data, and it's become integral part of our life. But in order to keep up with that, we have to make sure that we keep adding the technology and rolling out. And you'll get callers go, look, Boyd, that's great, but I'm in Janebrook or I'm, you know, in, up in Gooseberry Hill or... Or in Kalamunda. Um, in or, Kalamunda, yeah. and there's a pocket where I can't get coverage, and that can still apply today because of where our tower is situated in, in location to where you are and if there's something in between obstructing yeah. and all those kind of things. So It's not a perfect science is what you're saying. It, look, it isn't. It isn't. But I think the thing not to forget there is we got the we do have fixed network plus mobile network. So always, always encourage those um, people, the listeners that have got a fixed network at home. If you're having trouble, you mean with this, Wi-Fi calling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use yeah. the Wi-Fi calling, please, because that's a really simple thing to do to switch it on in your phone, and that'll overcome that that mobile coverage in the house. Now, Daniel's been waiting patiently, but just before we come to you, Daniel, because I was going to ask you this question anyway. Aileen says this may be a dumb question. I was going to ask it, Aileen, so no worries. But could you ask Boyd if you need to actively change to five G, or if it just happens automatically when the coverage is available? The, the, uh, that's a good question, Aileen, and you just need to make sure that your device is 5G compatible. And yep. look, as we progress, and they have been for the last 5G devices have been around pretty much en masse now for the last couple of years at least. So you'd be pretty safe with anything that you get today by way of a new model is going to be 5G. And but if you phone six years old, it may not pick up 5G. No, that's right. Yep. It might have been just a 4G, 4G only device, which yep. would mean that you would need to upgrade to avail yourself of, of 5G. But technically there should be nothing to do because whether you're on a prepaid or you're on a, a plan that you're paying each month, at the moment, that would be inclusive with a 5G. It's like the way it goes between 3G and 4G now. If you're yeah. in a bad area, it will often go to 3G. So you know, Yeah, I've, and we do need people yeah. to, to where they might have the phone locked onto 3G because, you know, in the more regional area and said, well, that's yep. the only way I could get coverage was to lock it on. Yep. Need to rethink that because at the moment we're madly adding as much 4G as we can in advance of 3G switching off so that we've got a... So um, 5G's got a path. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, Boyd is listening to you. Yeah, no, no way, uh, Joe. Um, yeah, my I was just out of my parents' place um, in Wandy, if you know where that is. It's just on the other side of Coburn Central, so we're not talking regional. 
Um, they have finally given up the ghost uh, trying to get the um, uh, internet to their place. They've been, I mean, they've been there for, you know, 40 odd years, but the, uh, they haven't been able to stream anything, no, no low streaming services or anything like that. You know, anytime I, I send them, you know, like a, a link to some information or whatever, they just can't get it. Apparently it took her about, uh, she, I mean, this is the old lady, she was saying it took, took her two days to download a, a file less than four megabytes with the uh, with the internet that they had provided there. Now, they were under the um, impression that 3G had been switched off or and 4G hadn't been um, even switched on in their area, area or whatever. So uh, I heard what you were saying before that 3G hasn't been switched off, but I was just wondering, that's really close to the city. It's not like it's a, you know, particularly, no. uh, you know, you haven't got the hills sort of, you know, um, you know the, the valleys and what have you to deal with. Um, why is it so bad out there? Uh, thanks, Daniel. Um, and look, a couple of things there. Certainly, we have not switched off 3G. That does not um, happen until around mid next year. Where you said that, uh, I think it was mum, is having trouble getting a fixed connection. I'm interested to know why, because talk, we're talking mobile phones and Joe and I were just chatting about 5G. But certainly, in terms of the fixed network, the NBN, there is a there is an NBN technology type for everyone, whether that's you know fiber, fiber to premise, fixed wireless or satellite. So that would be an option in Wandi, and I'm not quite sure which which technology, but happy to help you through that if perhaps we have a, a chat off air. Um, having had a look, and I just had a quick look uh, at Wandi on the map. Well, I know we're we're doing a new mobile site in Treby, but that's not going to help there in Wandi. Uh, I'd have to have a closer look and see where you are and what the coverage I, is like. Because Boyd's <laughs> offered Daniel, we will um, give Boyd your phone number and he can get in touch with you privately. And on that note, Dylan in Ellenbrook, who I know rang last time, said, uh, hi, Joe, I just want to say I'm dealing with Boyd at the moment and he's doing a great job so far, just wanting um, confirmation on a tower. So he's basically saying thanks. So that's from Dylan in Ellenbrook. Uh, so, Daniel, we'll do that for you. Hello, Stephen. Hi, how are you going, Joe? Yeah, good. Um, and Boyd. Hi, Stephen. That's good. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, that's good. My question is, I'm in Williston, and obviously it's only like 12, 13K to the city. You've got two of the busiest schools, Rossmore and Williston High. Um, my situation is in my house, like I've got an S22 Samsung, which is one of the latest phones on the market. And as soon as I got in the house, I was getting no internet at all. I had to switch off 5G and go back to 3G, 4G. I've always had these issues. I've had numerous cases where I can't get internet at all. Um, so at the moment, I'm using a mobile device, which doesn't pick up 5G in my house. I'm still on 4G. Uh, shocking download speed. And I've just got a new TV on the way, and I'm thinking, is it even worth it? Because streaming, um, I've tried to stream things from my phone to my other TV, and it just drops out all the time. It's just shocking. So, Stephen, have, you, have you got the? You don't have the NBN connected there. You're using your mobile uh, connection. Well, my for... brother did because we got a. Yeah, my brother did because uh, he's got a granny flat over the other side. Yep. Uh, now we. Had the mobile and uh, sorry, the modem in the house at one time, and it wasn't streaming very well over his side, so we switched it so he's got the modem over his side. 
now we're not getting really in the internet at all. Do you, do you need boosters? Um, but even, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, but even when we found it in the house, yeah, boosters may be the way to go. I don't know what the story is. What Joe's going to take do. this question. Uh, no, because I, I, I know that that's something that uh, I've heard about it too because I have shocking internet coverage at my place and I live in West Lederville in the middle of the city and it's shocking. Yeah, so, and, and I, I'm, uh, um, yeah, I've got the same problem. So, so yeah. what do you do with um, how do boosters work? Maybe you can explain that to Yeah, yeah, I will. And I think it might be Stephen's answer for his fixed yeah. internet. I'm a bit like you, Joe. I think I've got the old home with the solid brick internal walls. Correct. And the Wi-Fi doesn't travel uh, particularly well. So where you've got your modem, which is going to be set where the point is in the house, and you can't kind of change that. That is no. what it is. You then get a modem, uh, sorry, a wi- um, Wi-Fi extender, which uh, then plugs in further in the house. And it kind of, it, 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 it I was going to say it pairs, but it kind of, it, takes the signal and then repeats it to other parts of the home. Does it make so, a difference? Oh, it, it absolutely does. It mm. absolutely does. Because I had a lot of trouble with the smart TV and that was overcome through that. Plus, in my case, we've got kind of a sleep out bit at the back where yep. our son is. He now picks up the coverage because I've got the Wi-Fi extended toward the back of and the house. And you could put it into your backyard entertaining you, area. You can and have that. several of them. So you know what yeah. I'm going to do, Stephen? Keep listening because after 1.30 we've got Lee Stark coming in to talk technology and I'll get him to give us a bit more information on Wi-Fi extenders. So, yeah, a good one. Yeah, so yeah. that would be great. Hello, Paul. Uh, hello, Boyd and Hi, Paul. Joe. Um I have a thing called a CellFi. It's a CSIRO-developed uh, product. Do you know what CellFi is? Yes, I do. Good. Does that upgrade itself to um, work on the 5G network, or does that need to be upgraded? I know it works on the 3 and 4 um, because it hunts around for the 3 and 4 signals, and sometimes that can be an issue. But do, yep. do I need to upgrade that CellFi if I wanted to use for 5G? So for those that are wondering what... Uh, Paul's talking about. So he's got a mobile phone repeater. So that's to extend his coverage of his mobile phone. Yep. And the device is called a cell fire. So it's, um, I was going to say it's yay big, but that's not very helpful, is it? It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's about a metre. Oh, no, not even that. No, Half, it's about 12 inches about, in the old, yeah. you know, and three inches wide. 30 centimetres. Um, 30 by <laughs> eight. Yeah. Um, and there's two types. There's one you can plug into the car by way of the cigarette lighter or, oh, hang on. Yeah, I don't have I those anymore. I was going to say, 12-volt charger yeah. through the 12-volt point um, or in the home through the through the 240, you know, it's a 240-volt. Yeah. Now, the whole idea here is it's it's improving repeating the signal uh, in the car or in the home. Paul's question is, uh, do I have to upgrade it for 5G? Yes, you will. Uh, if you've got an, you know, at the moment they're not, the 5G, but the, the the important thing to note here is that with the mobile coverage upgrading to 4G, 5G, I, I beg your pardon, we're adding all of the layers of 4G that sit underneath. I'm using my hands again. Um, <laughs> sit, uh, all of the layers of 4G sit underneath the So they don't 5G. go away. No. So Paul's Cellfi, um, you know, will still work and be totally useful using the 4G network that's there and or being upgraded at the moment. So there shouldn't be a need to rush out and get one of the devices. But having said that, there will be there is a new model and there is variant that will work on the different frequencies as we progress. Hopefully that answers your question, Paul. Kate, we're very short on time, but quickly, hello. Hi, Joe. Hi, Boyd. Hello, Boyd, Kate. I just wanted to give a little... I wanted to give a little bit of a bouquet 
My father emailed in to 6PR a couple of weeks ago because I told him um, that you come on and solve problems. Uh, they obviously forwarded the email to you and you contacted him up in York. Um, ah, yes, I, I did. Think you probably know who I mean. Yep. Yes, I and, do. Um, that, that would have been a much, much simpler way to deal with it. My father's not very um, good on the technology. So I just really, really wanted to thank you for going direct and sorting it out for him. And your suggestion did work, and he has deleted all of those old voicemails. That <laughs> is awesome, Kate, and thank you very much for calling good on in. You, Kate. Now, just, can I just quickly say, because that was, that was uh, last month when we were talking about having too many saved messages on your iPhone yep. and not being able to access your voicemail, so effectively you had to delete it twice. So once you deleted, you still had to go in and hit clear to empty them all out. Yeah. And then restart. Double delete. Double delete. And that worked. But I really appreciate Kate taking the time to call in. Thank That's you. awesome. We're out of time, but thank you so much. We'll see you in a month. Thank you.